There are three things that I do every day which changed the game of my body. People ask me all of the time about how much I work out, what I eat, etc., etc. But over the years of healing my own body and working with others, I've learned that the reason so many women are struggling with weight gain and body stuff, especially in perimenopause, is because of their habits. Our habits are things we don't really think about that don't actually even require much energy. They're on autopilot, which is great, except if they are sucking our energy or creating inflammation in our body. Then we don't always recognize the role that we ourselves are playing in our own weight gain or energy suck, which can be frustrating and confusing. I have nights out with friends also. I feel hunger the next day because I'm tired. And yes, I eat junk food but these are once in a while. They don't make my life and aren't actual habits. Sister, it's your small, seemingly insignificant habits that make all of the difference. And for me, my three habits always include this. One, starting my day with greens. Specifically, the greens I love are from Organifi. They give all my listeners a 20% off. If you use my name as a discount code, I'll put the link here in the show notes. It is a simple powder that I put a scoop in a large shaker cup, shake up with ice and water, and drink as the first thing that hits my gut microbiome in the morning. It sets the tone for my day. It nourishes my energy. It nourishes any cravings I might have later. And everyone I know who tries these greens recognizes that they feel a difference in their energy, in their digestion, in their bowels if they struggle with constipation, and definitely in their cravings within three to four days. It's like magic, but it's not. It's a simple habit that sets your tone in your body for the day. My second habit is that I always follow my P4 formula, which keeps me focused on the sleep, mindset, movement, and nutrition habits that create solid health foundations. Remember that a body in chaos will not respond to tactics and trendy hacks. We have to create that foundation. And once you do, you can have vacations, you can have nights out, you can go and do things and live your life without the stress that comes from quote unquote breaking diets or overeating all the time. You know your foundations are there and the moment you go through a period of of excess or enjoyment, you just go right back to those foundations. If you need help with your strategy or you're sick of Googling and trying to piecemeal it together, make sure you join us in the perimenopause posse. It is the cheapest and most affordable way for you to grab my P4 formula, all the strategy, get your questions answered, be supported by other women, have real live coaching calls with me, which costs a lot of money if you wanna work one-on-one with me. So if you're looking for something self-paced, it's going to take all the questions out of this for you. And of course, the third habit I always keep is that I have a coach at all times because mindset is the biggest part of success, period. Whether it's your own growth, whether it's success in business or in your career, whether it's improving yourself as a parent, whether it's in your relationship, or whether it's in your health and your relationship with your body. Having a coach or someone who helps you see outside of the frame of reference is always going to get you there faster. That's why the top most successful people in the world invest in this no matter what, whether they're athletes or business people or any aspect of success you can find period. 
Okay, sisters, let's dive into this episode, but make sure your habits are on point. Swipe up to grab any of the links I talked about and to connect further and make sure you're not wasting your life feeling badly about habits that really can make you feel better than you already do. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Have you ever gotten on the scale and seen a number that has impacted your entire day, either positively or negatively? This is what we're going to dive into in this episode of the Period Whisperer podcast. So welcome to episode 89. I kind of can't believe 89 episodes. I'm coming up on a year here, and I want to thank you guys so much for for being here, for your messages, for your reviews, for for prioritizing this part of us. You know, women, perimenopause is, is an area of our life that is not talked about. And so we don't have a lot of knowledge on it. And because we don't know much about it, because it hasn't been normalized, because we don't have, you know, a lot of support around it, our lack of understanding and lack of education keeps us in the dark and and really you know ends ends up leaving us falling down rabbit holes of different programs different you know eating restrictions and diets different workout plans that aren't working for us and then ends in a bit of a shame spiral i think for a lot of us so I'm I'm so happy that you guys are here and a part of this conversation. I think it's really important. And quite honestly, you know, we have three significant times in our life, lives as women where we have massive hormonal shifts that impact us. One is puberty. One is pregnancy and postpartum. And the third is perimenopause. And most people don't even realize that perimenopause is the entire time from 35 years of age until you achieve menopause, which is just a day, right? Just 365 days after your, pre- your previous period. That's when you've actually achieved menopause, usually happening in your mid-50s. Obviously, that can vary anywhere from mid-40s. And of course, if you've had a hysterectomy or so, it happens earlier. So... 
we are really uneducated and you think about, you know, how supportive we are of our teens when we understand they're going through these hard hormonal times, we recognize they need more sleep, they need nourishing food, we try to show up for them, we have more compassion for them. Likewise, when we're pregnant and in postpartum, there's so many support structures set up now for women, which is beautiful because they deserve, we deserve that, we need that. It's, it's not an easy thing. And the lack of it well, that's what this podcast is about. It's really bringing awareness to that and helping women navigate, you know, that real shift that that gives us an opportunity. And I think this is the most powerful part. Perimenopause gives us an opportunity to tune into our bodies and stop looking to the outside world for validation for how we should look how we should be and finally heal the things from the inside out whether that's our gut and our blood sugar and our metabolism or whether that's past traumas or you know areas of our life we've completely missed like in my story um and if you haven't heard my story you can catch that in one of the previous episodes where I dive deep <laughs> into telling my truth that came out when I finally started looking at you know myself from the inside out so we have this really cool opportunity and and I'm, I'm so glad that you guys are here that you're spending this time and if you're new to the show thank you for being here I hope you'll pay this forward spread it out to other women so that first and foremost, we understand this is a big deal in our life. And second, that we don't have to feel like shit, that we don't have to feel crappy, that we there's actually a clear strategy uh, to follow. And really so much about that strategy is around the mindset that supports us. So thank you. Thank you for making this a top 5% podcast in the world. And, um, you know, when I think about this piece around the mindset um yeah I think about how many times I started you know I really was like this is the Monday this is the day I'm gonna not do this I'm gonna not do that I'm gonna do this work I'm gonna you know I'm, this is it I'm gonna lose the weight when I think about how many times in my life I've had that day on a Monday and then come Thursday one of a few things happen. Either I've been obsessive about it and I would Google all these other things and then start layering on other strategies, which is a bad idea because, first of all, when you are trying to make changes, change requires energy. And if you're, if you're truly focused on the energy of that change and now all of a sudden you try to layer on another strategy, you're adding a larger workload to yourself. It's like it's like trying to learn French and Spanish at the exact same time. Sure, there's some similarities there. They're both gendered languages, but it's an entirely different language, an entirely different thing to learn. So when you when you decide, okay, I'm going to focus this week on moving my body every single day and um, and really just eating vegetables first at each of my meals, and then come Thursday, you're like, it's not happening fast enough. I'm not getting fast enough results. So you decide, okay, well, I'm also going to layer in some intermittent fasting. I'm not going to eat in the morning until, you know, until noon. And then, you know, maybe at the same time, I need to cut out sugar entirely. When you, when you start layering on all of these other things, it's an added stress on the body that requires more energy. And 
energy is not in surplus in our perimenopause years. In fact, it's a real, you know, supply and demand game. Because of the natural hormone imbalance, our energy systems are lacking. We are finite. Just like when you're, you know, when you're in the first and second and third trimester of a pregnancy, just like when you know, our kids are going through puberty, we need more sleep, we need, you know, more, more personal time during this time period. So when we pick a strategy, and we truly follow through on that strategy, some of the we have this FOMO that gets in the way, right, the fear of missing out. But we also have our own way of trying to prove to ourselves that it's working. And one of the most popular and terrible ways to validate that something is working is getting on the scale. And, you know, maybe this is different for everybody, right? I do realize there are some valuable programs out there that, you know, encourage you to maybe weigh yourself every single day. I just think in perimenopause, that doesn't work out very well for you for several reasons. The most important reason is that when you are in perimenopause, the real driver of how uncomfortable you are and the symptoms that you're suffering from and how much weight you are gaining has everything to do with how much stress is coming at you in the various areas of your life, right? How much stress is creating inflammation through the movement, sleep, and nutrition that you're taking in each day, how much stress is coming at you through regular life stuff, you know, how much stress is coming at you environmentally, and then how much added stress is happening, you know, from you dealing with whatever emotional baggage that you have. So when... What we know is that a body in stress cannot release weight. A body in stress needs to focus on managing the stress and the excess cortisol coming in so all other systems get put by the wayside. And when a body's in stress mode, the fight or flight system kicks in and the metabolism suppresses and the fat storage amps up in preparation for the energetic need of this fight or flight that inevitably is never coming because we're not running from lions anymore. Um, So when we try to, you know, add on something and we're already stressed out, it's making the problem worse. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but why getting on the scale doesn't make sense, especially in perimenopause on a regular basis is because one, when you start following a formula like the P4 formula, which is my strategy, um, my proven formula that helps you follow something specific for women in perimenopause, The results we see in the first couple of weeks, and this applies to many programs, many health and wellness programs, the results you see in the first couple of weeks, so if you notice actual weight loss on a scale, really is not fat reduction. It's really inflammation reduction, right? Because when our body's in a stressed, inflamed state, it's retaining water, it's irritated, it's swollen the same way when you get a cut on your arm and your body works really well and it gets kind of swollen and sore for a couple of days. So the first reduction that we see on that scale is actually an inflammation reduction. So it's still not at that point where we're losing fat yet. 
The following several weeks is when the body gets to work healing. It's healing this, you know, the inflammation, it's healing the issues, the holes, the broken parts, the damaged parts, so that it can again have a stable foundation to get into fat burning, right? It's it's working extra hard to move to a place where there is much less cortisol and stress being held in the body so that it can get back to business as usual. So after the two weeks of inflammation reduction, often our bodies don't change too much on the scale. We have a, and don't forget this, I wanna underline this, highlight this if you're taking notes. Our body will naturally, based on what we eat, how much sleep we've had, you know, like, how stressed out we are, the body will naturally go up and down a few pounds all on its own. That's just a natural swing, you know? So when, <laughs> I always find it interesting, you know, when when you have to write down your weight for something, going to the doctors or, you know, whatever else we have to write our weight down for, um, you know, really there's always this range and it's sort of a four or five pound range, which is a pretty natural range for us to, you know, to weigh or to expect that we are. So one, you're having this range. So after the first two weeks of inflammation reduction, where you may have seen a down, a downward tick on the scale, you're then in this kind of four to six weeks period where the body is taking care of business, you know, in the, in the background. I think about it, a good metaphor for me, I love metaphors, you guys. So I know, I'm sure if you've been listening, if, you've, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you probably know I use metaphors a lot. It really helps me understand things. But I imagine like building the health of your body is like building a high rise, I remember years ago, you know, I worked downtown Toronto in the financial district, 15 floors up, watching, you know, a tower go up outside of my window. And it honestly felt felt like for the first year that they were just digging and doing stuff in this big hole in the ground. But what they're doing is obviously laying the foundational place so that this high rise won't get blown over or damaged, right? It won't fall apart. So in this four to six week period, after we reduce the inflammation and the anger and soothe the body a little bit, we have this time period where we're digging foundation. The body's kind of making sure that everything, that all systems are tweaked and oiled and up to, you know, up to par, that the foundation is solid, that the parking garage is in place, that the structure for the elevators, the plumbing, all of that is right there, is in the in the base basis of it. And then I remember watching this high rise kind of go up like boom, like lickety split after that. And that's kind of what happens with our body, almost like a domino effect. So you have your two weeks of inflammation, you've got four to six weeks, uh, and it can be, both of those things can be a little bit more or a little bit less, of course, depending on this, the amount of hormonal chaos you're in, but that's a good range to kind of go off of. You have a four to six week period uh, where the body's healing stuff. So you don't typically see a lot of change on the scale. And we lose people, you know, as women, we get frustrated and we give up way too early before we even reach that kind of eight week mark. Remember two weeks of inflammation, four to six of kind of repair uh, and making sure everything's gonna operate properly so the foundation is strong. So, so many of us, like if I asked you right now, ask yourself this question, when was the last time you were consistent with your healthy habit that you're trying for eight weeks? Not many people 
can think of a time when I throw that out there to them. And that is because we measure our results on this scale. We're looking at the scale to give us results to tell us whether something is working or not instead of tuning into our body and measuring our results by the proper green flags that we need to be looking for. You know, is my period regulating? Am I more patient? Do I have more consistent energy? Is the brain fog going away? Am I pooping once a day on a regular basis? Am I sleeping better throughout the night? You know, do I feel lighter in my body? All of these things are green flags that are way more effective and efficient to tell you that you're on the right path. Because come that those eight to 12, those weeks of eight to 12, that is your tipping point. That's when the domino flicks and, and all of a sudden the weight we, the body's able to say, okay, all systems are go time to move on to the next phase. And it will shift into that fat burning at that point. If you're still following the formula, if you're following the system and it's a good system that works for you. So getting to that point is so critical. And the way we get to that point is first and foremost, having a strategy that has proven to work, but secondly, to work on your mindset piece to keep you there. And if we're constantly measuring ourselves by the number on a scale, then we are going to lose almost every time. We're going to think we're failing. We're going to think it's not working because you really can't expect to see much in terms of fat burning and weight loss. It really has much more about how you feel in the body. And I, I should say here for a moment, it's not your fault. It's not our fault. In a way, this is what the world has given us. This is what society perpetuates in us. You know, especially when we see before and afters and amount of weight loss, I lost this much weight in this period of time and why it doesn't apply as much to women in perimenopause is because if you're in your 20s and you're trying to lose weight, you're not dealing with a hormonally chaotic body. You're not dealing with a body that needs to first heal before it can get back to business as usual. So we then move into this area of how do we stick to things for 12 weeks and beyond, right? Because that's when the magic really starts to happen. And, and you know, the answer for that has everything to do, of course, with our mindset. But trying to keep this podcast on point here, I recommend to all of my clients, in fact, I don't recommend it, I demand it to all of my clients that the first four weeks that we work together, that they do not get on the scale at all. You can get on it once at the beginning if it's important to you. But after that, I don't weigh myself any more than once a week now, if that. I really focus on tuning into my body and asking it how it feels in this moment, how it's you know, does it, because if it feels good and I'm sleeping well and all these other things are intact and I'm paying attention to how it feels when I eat certain things in my body, it's really easy to course correct without using a scale as a measuring tool. After you pass that four weeks of healing time, then if you want to get on the scale once a week, because it's going to help you for whatever reason, stay on track, go for it. But if you're that person who's, if you're going to get on that scale and going up a pound or down a pound is going to determine whether you have a good day or a bad day that day, then you really shouldn't be on the scale. You're measuring that scale in the wrong way. It reminds me when I was young, my parents, they did this thing that I found now as a parent, really, really, you know, a beautiful gift that they gave me. When we brought our 
report cards home from school, they would cover the grade part of the report card and they would read the comments of what the teacher had said about us in each category. And I think that's such a, a gift that they gave to me and a much more valuable way to measure because in that you would see okay, am I growing? Am I learning? Am I participating? Do I get along well with others? What is the teacher seeing in me? Because regardless of your, where, what your grade is, if it's, even if it's an A+, if you're not being challenged or you're not working hard, you're not applying yourself, you're not working well with others, you're not participating in class, then you're not thriving. So this is an, it was a, it's a good metaphor and a good example, I think, to think about this as. And I want you to really apply that to your desire to get on the damn scale. You know, take the four weeks off of the scale, take that break and really start measuring your progress like my parents did, you know, in the comment section by the real things that matter, the real things that make that difference. Because you and I both know that the number on your scale does not determine your happiness. But gosh, if you have more patience for your kids, if you have more time and energy to do the things that you love, if your libido is ticking and your intimacy gets richer with your partner, if you have no digestive issues and you feel good, you're going to be happy. But if you're no matter what that number on the scale says, just like a grade, if all of it, if you drop 10 pounds but you feel badly in your body, then you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be able to do the things that you want to do in life. You're not going to be able to thrive. You're not going to have confidence. Our confidence and our passion for life really comes down to how we feel inside, not about how we feel or what some little square on the ground measures and tells us on the outside. So sisters, This is why I created the Perimenopause Posse. And I want to tell you this now because doors are open for a two-week period, a short period of time. I'm going to close the doors again for the next three months. So you won't get this offer again for three months' time. I just put out a a free, perfect pre-menopause training to really lay the groundwork and give people some actual tools to get started. But if you want an in-depth understanding of a strategy that will work for you, that you can trust and follow through on, and you want the support of a community and a live coach to get your questions answered every single week, to work on that mindset piece, to keep you in that, you know, body abundance zone, that zone that's going to keep you focused on those green flags instead of getting on that scale to determine whether you're happy or not each day, then now is the time to dive into the perimenopause posse. It's a perfect thing for you. If you're struggling with all of those things, you need that strategy. You need that support. You need that direction. It's only $37 a month. It costs way more to work with me one-on-one. And so this was a way for me to be able to get this content out to you, see people getting results and they got results. And my first bunch batch of perimenopause posse members have shared some amazing results of not only about weight loss, but about how they feel in their body, about finally sleeping through the night again, about getting positive blood work back from their doctors, about having more energy and and not having brain fog throughout the day. We are masters at looking for loopholes to try to make things faster or 
falling back into old patterns because we don't have the energy or the mindset work done to stay the course for that 12-week piece. I have never had a client follow through for 12 weeks and not feel amazing. So come on in now during this two-week period before the posse closes and you only have the opportunity to work with me one-on-one after that, if that, and for just $37 a month, learn the strategy that you need and stick the course, get that mindset work done in. Because once you elevate your mind to the point that you know what your body and your health are worth, you'll never go back. You'll never. Okay, sisters, stay off the scale this week. Have an amazing, amazing day. We'll catch you in the next episode. And don't forget to be more in your life and not just less on a scale. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.